0: Good morning, and uh, thank you again for tuning in to WNZN Radio. We're out of Lorraine, Ohio, and we really appreciate you as we go into this latter part of the summer. David, The yes. uh, weather's starting to get a little autumny, which yes. is nice. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, to me, I've lived around the world, you know, different places. Right. And, uh, autumn in Ohio, there's there's nowhere like it. I'm swearing. Somebody says oh, yes. winter is the price we pay for our autumns in Cleveland, <laughs> but. Uh, Thank you again for tuning in. This, like I said, is eighty-nine point one FM radio out of Lorain, Ohio. We really counted a blessing uh, to have this platform to share God's word, to interview guests, promote ministries, and I'm here, of course, with my good friend and assistant, David Abood. Hey, John,
1: great to be here with you again today. We had our fifth anniversary. Yeah, why, last why don't you week tell people the show? how to, get that? Well, get there. Um, yeah, so we had our fifth anniversary of our show. You know, it's hard to believe it's been five years. I know. You know, so. Um, you know, this has really been a true blessing for me uh, and hopefully for our listeners, but you know, it's really helped me with my walk. You know, you're, you're my mentor uh, in my Christian walk. And um, you know, one of, one of the cool things that I've really enjoyed is the interviews that we've been able to do with people that are all over the world, um, missionaries, and just hearing people's stories about how they came to the Lord, and uh, they're just incredible um so what's fascinating is we're going to be talking about uh, the story of job today and uh, we're gonna see some of his challenges and then how God rewards him in the end. so um, yeah, there's a lot here John. a lot there yeah. and like
0: you say, uh, our shows actually our radio program began before five years ago but my son, started taping them and archiving them five years ago. So if people go to www.john1421.com john1421.com and you'll see on the left there's there, all the shows are archived by title and the date that we uh, did the interview. And as David said there's there's interviews with missionaries, with uh, youth leaders, ministry leaders both locally, internationally, around the world literally. There's uh. Uh, topics of apologetics. We've had psychiatrists on there talking about different health issues and mental issues. So anyhow, just go there. They're all lined up for you. And just by way of note, if any of our listeners has a ministry or somebody that you'd like to see interviewed or discussed, uh, please give us a call. You can just uh, reach me, J M. That's my name, Mirtha J M at yahoo.com. dot Mirtha J M at yahoo would we'll be happy to talk with them, and if it fits, we'll we'll, we'll bring them on an interview, and we can do that in person, or we can do it uh, by remote. Now that you have that new sound system, David. Uh, That's right. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. okay. As David <laughs> yeah. mentioned, we're going to talk about this incredible book. I've studied this before. But every time I go back, this book is amazing, and yeah. we're going to show some reasons why. But number one, it's some considered like one of the oldest books, if not the oldest books in the Bible, mm-hmm. which means it may predate the Torah or what we call the um, first five books that Moses wrote: Genesis, yeah. you know, um, Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, and um, Deuteronomy. But what's interesting uh, is that it doesn't mention Israel, doesn't mention yeah. Jewish people, that when you see the age of Job, he's living about as long as the patriarchs living, you know, in the hundreds, like 120, 130 years. So it indicates he's in that era, that that thing way back during the time of the patriarchs, yeah. which is in that range of uh, Genesis uh, chapters 1 through 12, 1 through 15. So, uh, but the lessons here are remarkable. And, It shows you how fresh the Bible is. You know, it's called the living word, but it has application for our lives today. What this man went through, how his friends try to help him, sort of, and um, the whole issue of suffering and where is God when he's silent? Is he still with us? And it also introduces us again to the devil, to Satan. And we really see some of the behind the curtain, so to speak, when we look into the spiritual realm. So that having been said, you know, it says in Romans chapter 15, verse 4, Whatever things were written before time—that's the Old Testament—were written for our benefit, that by it we can receive hope and we can basically draw lessons mm-hmm. from this. So, having said that, let's look at the Book of Job and um, maybe David. Maybe if you want to open up and just maybe just read verses one through uh, one through one through four, one through four, uh-huh. Job thirty-eight, mm-hmm. Job one, Job. The book of Job. We'll, we'll oh, start. you want to start with one? Yeah, we'll just go okay. into it. where Sure. Okay. Job 1.
1: In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. The man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels. 500 yoke of oxen and 500 donkeys and had a large number of servants he was the greatest man among all the people of the east his sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays and they would invite the three sisters to eat and drink with them when a period of of uh, feasting had run its course Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice the burnt offering for each of them, thinking perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. Okay, thanks David. Uh So
0: you find out a whole lot just in this this first uh, five verses. Number one, we're introduced to this man named Job, and there's Mm -hmm. no reason to believe this is fictional character or poetic. He's, he's We get his name, we get where yeah. he's located, uh, we get a sense of his family, but notice what it says right in the very first verse, he was blameless, upright, one who feared God and shunned evil. Yes. That, that's a lesson for all of us. Yes. I mean, right from the beginning, yeah. if we could be upright, blameless, one who fears God, there's kind of like positive, mm-hmm. and shunned evil, you know, so we're going to see how this relates. And as you read, he has 10 children. He's very much blessed of God. We see this in his possessions. And, of course, again, this indicates in antiquity at the time of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they measured wealth not only by children, number of children, but also by cattle. Hmm. Uh, Silver, too, but mostly cattle because they could keep reproducing and you keep expanding, etc. And he's got like thousands, you know, uh, yoke and axe and all Middle Eastern in that locale over there. And he talked, talks about his sons, it seems like a close family, they get together uh, on an appointed day, maybe it's their birthdays, we don't know, they would eat and drink together. But notice Job, he's a very spiritual father. Mm-hmm. Look what he does in verse 5, David.
1: Yeah, when a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was job's regular custom. So wow. now notice yeah.
0: a couple things here right He prays for them individually mm-hmm. not bless all or protect all my children. He prays. it right. says for each of them then it says uh, their outward behavior might be good yeah. you know but he's yeah. concerned with their heart yes. is their heart right That's why it yeah. says uh-huh. maybe they curse God in their hearts. Now this is the whole thing Satan's going to try to get job to do. This is our introduction. It kind of sets the scene. Yeah. But notice at the very end, it says, thus Job did regularly. Yes. So he's doing this all the time. Wow. And so one of the big questions of the book of Job, why could something bad yeah. happen to somebody so good? Now, this question goes all the way to 2021, oh, does yeah. it not? Yes. You visit I friends can. in the hospital, oh, yeah. you hear of an accident. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to look at those questions, not that we have the answers necessarily, no. yeah. but we are going to look at them. and. Uh, Again, I think this thing could break down in three, four different shows and different angles we come at it just by looking at the strategy of Satan. Because God is going to pull the curtain. And we're going to look at this. So once again, this is WNZN Radio. If you're having difficulty picking us up on the regular radio channel, you can just live stream us on your iPad or your computer by going to www.wnzn.org. And you should have... Pretty good clarity there. It should be really clear. Yeah. Okay, so this sets the scene. Now, look at verse 6. It says, Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. Now, a couple things here. Right. Sons of God is a term of angels. Mm -hmm. Okay, it means a direct created being Mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's why... um, we are not. We're procreated, right? I mean, right. even, even uh, uh, Adam himself, uh, when you study the whole uh, lineage of Adam, uh, you'll see at the very end he is called, actually, uh, the son of, son of God because he's, he's not procreated, he's not produced by human parents. God specifically created him. So, therefore, in Luke chapter 3, verse 38, it says, And the sons of Enosh, the sons of Seth, the son of Adam, who is the son of God. You understand yes. that principle so angels are direct creations of god so they're called the sons of god okay and so was satan hmm. we know that he was an angel i mean he's still mm-hmm. an angel yes. in a sense yeah. a demonic yeah but he has access to the spiritual realm mm-hmm. now god's going to pull the curtain everything that job and his friends are concerned with is what's happening on this earth right yeah. we're not we don't we're not aware we're going to look at this yeah that there's a whole realm we don't see behind the curtain right And it says in Deuteronomy, David, chapter 29, verse 29, the secret things belong to God and him alone, but the things that he has revealed, he's revealed to us and to our children, which means there's things we don't know about. But God has revealed a whole lot to us as Christians, you know, uh, a lot. Like we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit, how to pray, what are the attributes of God? He's just, Mm -hmm. he's holy, he's Mm -hmm. merciful. Um, how, how does the scripture come together? Why is yeah. it the word of God? We understand about prophecy. Yeah. Uh, but we also understand something about the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. We understand there's a lot of yeah. good angels. Right. They're called ministering spirits out there. We know that some have names like Michael mm-hmm. and, and um, Gabriel. Yeah. Um, but we also know there's this demonic, this evil angel. We won't get into it in this one, yeah. but he in Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28, it suggested he's high and lofty, and he falls. He, he mm-hmm. wants pride is the issue. He wants to ascend to the sides of the north. He wants to be like God. I mean, we could read it. I mean, just set this up. It yeah, does, well, I do think that this is going to have several classes. Okay, and, and where is that, John? Look at, uh, it's in Isaiah chapter 14. If uh, We're just setting the scene here because... Um, Like I said, the Holy Spirit has pulled the curtain in scriptures to give us a little bit. I have it. Look at verse 12 and maybe through 15.
1: You got it. Uh, How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Keep going. Yeah, but the, you are my. But you are brought down to the realm of the dead, to the depths of the pit.
0: There you go. Yeah. Do you see, he's high up there. He wants right. to be like God, and God cast him out. And it, this, he's fallen. Yeah. We're going to study that uh, to yeah. a limited degree. But it ends up where in the pit? That's at the end of the book of Revelation. He's cast into hell.
1: You you know, John, this was one of the first times you you when you and I were studying that I I didn't realize you know um, that Satan was you know he would come and visit God right Uh Mm -hmm. you know because some people think when he was cast out that was it. Uh huh. But this also verifies that God is truly in control of his actions too right he's in control of everything oh yeah I mean, there's nothing satan can do without god's approval
0: exactly yeah. right and, 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 and this is the
1: first time that really hit me because i just didn't I, when i first became a christian i didn't understand that yeah right that's a good point i David. thought he was just cast on. that was it no 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 that's a very they good they were point. just roaming the earth that you know
0: right now god um, the air. Um, what it is, is God is almighty. Right. We do not live in what's in, in, in philosophy yeah. called a dualism. You know, um, good versus evil mm-hmm. or God versus Satan. That, he's, yeah. he's a created being. Right. He's a sons of God. Yeah. Okay. God is not a created being. He is all right. powerful. That's why when Jesus defeats the devil, even in the wilderness temptation right. or in the book of Revelation, he just speaks. He, he, it's yes. like, you know, yeah. it's not, mm-hmm. there's no... Like in boxing, there's no class right. because he's outclassed. He's right. he, he's powerful, but he's a created being. Mm-hmm. God is not a created being. He is all-powerful. He is almighty. To your point, it's yeah. well taken. Yeah. Now, another, to put a little color on this, look at Ezekiel 28. It's going to fill in a little bit more uh, what many believers, many scholars believe that uh, this is another uh, picture of uh, okay. uh, Satan. Look at verse uh, uh, Let's do verse 14 through uh, 16. Okay. Ezekiel 28, 14 through 16.
1: You were anointed as a guardian cherub, for I ordained you. You were on the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created, till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread, widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God, and I expelled you, guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. See
0: that? Yeah. He's cast out again. Do you see? That kind of parallels what you But he was
1: a guardian cherub.
0: Well, he's over. In other words... So he's
1: around the the main throne of God.
0: exactly. Right. So that's... He was a covering. Yeah. You know, that's how close he is. Right. But he wanted to be God. That's why he tempts Adam and Eve. What? He tempts Eve. Partake of the knowledge, the tree of the knowledge, and you shall be... Yeah. god and then he said did
1: god really say that exactly yeah. right so, so he always yeah. wants
0: to be lifted up right. now as we go back to Job, yeah. um we're going to see and again there's a lot of people just don't understand this background of the spiritual realm mm-hmm. and it's very real and it's yeah. you know it's not it's complex it's, it's not frightening if you yeah. know it but right so many people are just walking blindly. I they know. don't know anything of the I light know. of God's word, and, and they're being an attacked. Right? Okay. So, Job, which where okay. are you at now okay now. You go? can read verse. Uh, what? Well, which book? Job chapter one. Oh, we're back to one again. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, we'll. we'll pay. I just wanted to show a little about that background of, of the. Devil sure. Okay. And, and now, um let's go piece by piece. He says, "Now, verse six. Now there was a day the sons of God." came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. So we see he gains entry. Yeah. He's in the spiritual realm. Uh, you'll see this same thing kind of when you look at uh, uh, Ezekiel, uh, Zechariah chapter 3. We also see him in the throne room of God. He's kind of walking through there because he is a spiritual being, and he has access. Uh, he doesn't dwell in God's presence, but it'll, it'll say, like in Zechariah chapter 3, Okay. The vision yeah. this prophet has, then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand opposing him. Right, And the Lord said to him, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Nevertheless, he's in the heavenly realm, the spiritual realm. So that's natural. Now we see him in, the, in, in front of God in back in Job. And he says, then the Lord said, to, back in Job chapter 1 verse 7, the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come from? Notice this, he says, so Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth, from walking back and forth, back and forth. See, he's trans- he's, he, he's the prince in power of the air, like the yeah. atmospheric yeah. realm, right? And air, he's moving right? around, yeah. and he's just going around and seeing, uh, can he tempt individuals? Can he tempt organizations, marriages, nations? We're going to see that in the book of Daniel. So he's just going about as a troublemaker, an evil, evil, uh, to, to yeah. distort the right. purposes of God. If you understand, you know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, but it's real. Yes, and that's why Peter will say, First Peter five eight, uh, be alert, be aware. For for the your enemy, the devil goes around like a roaring lion, oh, right, right. seeking whom he may. And yeah. he's doing it. He's yes, blind, he you know. Yeah. So if you could pull the veil from this three dimensional time space continuum we live in we call this earthly existence we can pull a veil yeah like remember elijah prayed for a servant lord let him see and he opens he sees all these chariots of fire you know these angels are going you probably you would probably see uh angels winging through you might see demonic scurrying about you know but we're here right seated here yeah By God's grace, you know, chairs aren't flying, hitting the wall and all this stuff. Yes. So we're secure in that sense. We're even made more secure when we come to Christ, covered by the blood of the Lamb, indwelt by the Holy Spirit, walking by the light of God's Word. You see the protection. We're going to look how we can put on armor later. Yeah. Maybe in another radio interview. Yeah. Your thoughts on this, David?
1: Yeah, I I mean, again, um, you know, the story of Job, you know, it talks about uh, how a man that appeared to be so holy, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, he he had a lot. He was very wealthy materially, but he also seemed extremely wealthy spiritually. And so, you know, God said, uh, I know Satan was asking God, well, you know, let's go ahead and uh, let's look at Job, right? right? If you bring him you know, all these issues, uh, if you bring him hardship, he will not follow you. And that was a game, you know, that I I don't know why God would allow that, Uh, 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 honestly, but I'm not God. But in any case, uh, I think to your point, uh, this brings up the fact that, that this is real, that supernatural exists, and this does go on up in heaven. And, you know, Satan is able to go up and speak to God um, on a regular basis.
0: Seemingly. uh, He's called the accuser of the brethren. Right. Okay. Now, fast forward. I mean, one of the Jesus function, uh, ministry, let me use that word, right now is the ever-living to make intercession for us. So there's a, uh, he's our advocate. So we we as believers are really well-resourced. Now, now, we're going to look at maybe some of the reasons we have this Mm -hmm. whole story uh, experience of job in a bit right but notice that's when in verse eight the lord said to satan have you considered my servant job right there is none like him on the earth blame look he quotes this yes. blameless upright who fears god same thing we saw in verse one and then maybe satan know. wasn't even considering job but now <laughs> he's thinking okay i know yeah. who you're talking about because yeah. he says he says uh, the lord said uh, does job fear you for nothing in other words is job serving you to get something is Job serving you because you've given him great wealth? You've given him a big yeah, family? Of which course was a he's side serving
1: you because his life's great.
0: So what the yeah. Old Testament tries yeah. to bring forth right. is that if you serve God and yeah. you're righteous, everything's going to work out for you. <laughs> see, it doesn't have, a, that's a man-made way. I mean, it's not yeah. totally off base about sowing and reaping and this and that and living a blessed life. But one of the things we're going to see about God's servants in the Old Testament, they call it you U-shaped storyline David. You think of a U. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the letter U yeah. with a dip. You start out high, mm-hmm. an exalted position, and then through one reason or another you descend, 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 and get to a very low point mm-hmm. in your life's experience. Yeah. And from that there's this upward trend back up to a high point. Yeah. Now you'll see this With Job, he's going to get very low, even he's going to have skin, his sin, disease, and lust. Oh, yeah, and then he's going to highly ascend. We're going to Mm -hmm. see there, we chapter 42 at the end of the book. You see this with Joseph, he was highly favored by his father, coat of many colors, and uh, very gift. Mm -hmm. And his brothers betray him, they sell him to slavery, he ends up in a prison. Yes, then he ends up. As vice ambassador of Egypt, he rescues his Do you yeah. understand that kind yeah. of a... The, yeah. But the ultimate, of course, is Jesus. He leaves his throne in glory, Philippians chapter 2, and he becomes likeness of, of human mm-hmm. flesh, humbled as a servant, death on the cross, buried in a grave, low point, and then highly risen up, ascended yes. on the right. Do you, once you understand that, you can use that as a template yeah uh for different characters in the bible
1: you know and it's it's amazing when you think about christ the humblest and most powerful man that ever uh, you know existed on the planet and uh you know it's kind of like when you hear these stories and you brought up joseph too uh, i i think uh you know what it really um says to me is you know we're supposed to be like christ and there's times in our life where we face incredible challenges, as you said, with that curve where we go down, and it's we're getting washed, but we're also getting pruned. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and you know, so what comes out the other side? We we pray is, is that we're we're much better internally, spiritually, and also how we're perceived by others. Yeah, and, and we're going to really, look at yeah, those. Are yeah. we
0: reasons for suffering? Right. For a believer's suffering because mm-hmm. again. The relationship of a devil yeah. to unbelievers is different than a relationship to a believer. For example, to an unbeliever, it clearly says in Second Corinthians four verse four that their eyes are blinded because of the god of this age has blinded their mind. Number two, the natural man he doesn't understand the scriptures; it just yes. doesn't make sense. So it's his, his attack point on unbelievers. He's got him in prison. Yes. He's got him blindfolded. Yeah. He's got. But for believers. He wants to come to discourage. Yeah. He, he Paul tried to get in certain areas, yeah. and he says Satan hindered him. He yeah. couldn't, you know. He talks about a a, th- uh, a thorn in the flesh he has. He, th- in other words, it's different for believers. Yeah. Temptation, but but we'll discuss that maybe yes, down the sure. road. Yeah. So now it says, does God fear? Does Job fear God for nothing? Does does he have mm-hmm. an ultimate right. and, and he says he's making it he look at satan says have you not made a hedge around his household yes. <laughs> around him, and you blessed yeah. the work of his hands and possessions you've increased him now he says hey, look at that now stretch your hand out touch all that he has and he will curse you face to face see that's where he wants to get him that was the very thing he prayed against his children that they would curse god in their hearts. Yes. but satan says do that and uh and said then the lord said behold uh, everything he has is in your power. Only do not lay hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. He said, he's got him on a leash. I mean, he's got he's limited. You can do this. You want to let him get out of his possessions right. and his family. Right. But later, he says, I want to get out his body, skin for skin, he yeah. says. Get, yeah. you know, so he keeps ratcheting up the attack. But notice he's limited. That's why in Luke... Uh, near the end of uh, Jesus' earthly ministry, he turns to Peter, who says, even if everybody else denies you, I will not deny you. And Peter says, uh, Jesus says something very interesting. He says, Simon, Simon, uh, Satan has desired to sift you like Mm -hmm. wheat. But I've prayed for you, so after you're converted, strengthen the brethren. In other words, he's asked. He says, maybe he saw Peter's pride. You know, he wants to jump out of the boat and walk on water. Yeah. He says, I'll never deny you, Lord. Lord, don't go to the cross. Maybe he sees that and he thinks I can get in here right. and maybe yeah. I can get him to be like Judas and go out and kill himself, right. sick to him like yeah. wheat. Yeah. So, that but, but but prayer stopped that and then basically yeah. restored yeah. Peter. Right. But my point being that there is uh, limits where Satan can go with this stuff yeah so now if you read the next three verses they will pick up on what he's able to do
1: then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord one day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house a messenger came to Job and said the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby and the subbeans attacked and made off with them they put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Okay, now
0: look, this is interesting because yeah. does Satan have the the, the, the ability to inspire violent acts against people and people would suggest yes uh, that Mm -hmm. he can he can motivate people Mm -hmm. like like if you look at Hitler I mean you don't have to be a Bible scholar with a lot of discernment to understand that man was probably demonically possessed and what he cruelly did to people and innocent people and children he was inspired of and so too you see that through the ages in individuals or in leaders I mean, think of like a Charles Manson and and these different serial, I'm not saying all some might be mental or whatever, but if Satan can get in there, he can inspire people to do violent, bad things. And it seems maybe that's what happened here. He has effect on human beings to come in and slaughter all these people. Right. And then he has an effect on nature. He brings down fire from heaven. You know, he, he, we know that he's capable of lying wonders. Now that's a whole other topic. But like when Moses confronted Pharaoh, Moses started doing those miracles, like put his rod down. Yes. And it turned into mm-hmm. a snake, maybe like a cobra. Yeah. And the magicians could do the same thing. And when he put the rod in the river, it turned to blood. They could do the same thing. My, my point being that the devil can inspire certain powers. And maybe he has this capability. of He could affect forces of nature.
1: Yeah, what's interesting is is the book says... The verse says, the fire of God fell from the heavens. Yeah. So, you know, that's where everybody uh, went with it, not even thinking that Satan has that kind of Yeah, right. They don't see anything. This is all behind
0: the curtains. All they're seeing is the effect of it. Mm -hmm. And then it says, verse 17. uh,
1: While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the Sheldines formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead. And I am the only one who has escaped to tell you.
0: So here we go. Now again, you see these forces uh, inspiring perhaps the chaldeans to come and kill mm-hmm. and steal what's yeah. what does the devil do john chapter 10 verse 10 the enemy comes to do what rob, rob, rob kill and destroy right. you see right. him doing it here yes. right Absolutely. and then maybe he's operating well the forces of nature yeah. with this great wind sure. a great wind came from across the wilderness yeah. well where does jesus go he's tempted in the wilderness goes, yeah. that's where the enemy yeah. was you see the, the barren places mm-hmm. And I don't want to make too much of it, but it does seem he has a certain effect on uh, forces of nature. Now, I don't understand it all. Maybe yeah, he has to ask God either. for permission, or yeah, I don't right, understand I don't either. it either. Yeah. Again, we're, we're, think of this world right. as a stage, right? A limited mm-hmm. stage, space and time. We're in a mm-hmm. three-dimensional space. we got time, and we're on this earth. Uh, so we don't know what's behind the curtain in the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension. It's like the back staging if you ever go behind a playhouse, that there's a play here mm-hmm. Well, everything is happening back. You'd see cables and scaffolding and workers. Yeah. I don't know. But we know that he he has destructive power here one way or the other. Oh, yeah. And he hurt people. And then Job, this is like the worst thing that could happen to a man. He tears his robe, which is a symbol mm-hmm. of, of repentance and sorrow and grief, and he shaved his head. He fell to the ground and worshiped. See, here's a very vital lesson. We might even pick up this next week, Dave, because I think there's a lot of lessons here. Oh, there is. He worships God. And because why? When bad things happen, particularly to believers, it has a tendency to do this. It's going to make them better, Mm -hmm. even though they're grieving, Mm -hmm. like Job, or it's going to make them bitter. Mm -hmm. It's going to draw people closer to God or send them further away from God. Yes. Okay? And I know uh i'll give an example because i read this and I, I assume it's true with ted turner see he said in uh, that he mm-hmm. turned against god he's an atheist uh, well, i believe it was his do- his sister was sick of cancer and died you know mm-hmm. what he was yes young. and he couldn't believe god would ever allow that so he, yeah. so you see that common theme right. but then you look at someone like johnny erickson tata she was like 18 in a diving accident quadriplegic and she's even suicidal she says that in her book johnny but she, she gives all this to God, becomes a very strong believer, learns to paint with her teeth, with her mouth, writes these books, mm-hmm. h- incredible worldwide global yes. ministry because she took that pain and suffering and turned it for good to glorify. Do you understand right. what yes. I'm saying? This, yeah. is, this, is, this is a very powerful right. thing going on here. Yes. And that's why I always say, if I have a lump of clay, wet clay here, and I have a, 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 ball, of wa- a ball of wax, and we put them out in the noonday sun, what's going to happen to that ball of wax? Oh,
1: yeah, it's going kind to of It's going to yeah. get
0: warmer, yeah. softer, soft. What's going to ha- happen to that wet ball of clay?
1: It's going to dry.
0: It's going to get harder and brittle and brittle and brittle. So that's the human heart. Yeah. See, the same circumstance may happen on it, good or bad, yeah. but it's how they receive it. One is going to be softened, mm-hmm. and, and, which is going to see Job at yep. the end, for, yep. and the other is going to be critical, cynical, bitter, how could you ever allow this, guy? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He's left. This is the thing, David, why I say this book, it is a treasure box. Because you're going to look in here, and there's actually scientific discoveries listed in here that scientists didn't know till the 1800s. Yes. You know, about that. We yeah, were going to get we, into that. We
1: looked at that stuff in Genesis. Yeah. I mean, it just talks about, you know, the world uh, being oval. It talked about where the Hang oceans space, were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, it's crazy, you know, and then you have Columbus, everybody thinks the world's flat, flat. right? So anyway. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get into it. Sure. Okay.
0: But he makes this great statement. He says, and I, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And in all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong." In other words, mm, this yeah. guy is able to orient himself. You know a gyroscope oh, in yeah. an airplane? Well, you uh-huh. flew airplanes. Oh, yeah. Well, a gyroscope does what, essentially? It, it,
1: well, it gives you your position. It always yeah, writes itself.
0: Right. I mean, I have yeah. one right up here. Sure. So if you're going oh, yeah. upside down, right, it, it'll write yes. itself so you always true up. Yeah. And see, this is what this guy did. He could always true get a right understanding, even in, in the midst of a storm, yes. a personal tragedy, but he can say, "Okay, I I came into the world naked, right, you know, 100 right. years ago or 70 years ago. I'm going to go out of the world alone one day. Blessed be the name. It's his game. Yes, it's, his, it's the Lord's doing, right, David? and yes. he's this guy's got it worked out. And that's why people believe this book is timeless. It has lessons for us today going oh boy, forward. Does it. Now, uh, check out number uh, chapter two and just go through." Uh, one through three, David, if you will. Okay. So this is a like I said, a really instructive book and, and where we're going today, things happening today.
1: Yeah, one second, Chan. chapter two.
0: Just go to one through three. Okay. All right, there it is. Job
1: 2, 1-3, through three. On another day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord from roaming throughout the earth going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. And he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without
0: any reason. Now notice, now he's coming again. He's coming in for a second mm. wave. But again, it's interesting. Here the angels are coming before God. Yeah. And uh, now remember, God is omniscient. He's, omni- he's everywhere. Sure. But there might be a special location where these angels are prior to him. We see this in the book yeah. of Revelation. He comes to... And then he says, from where are you coming? And, of course, the Lord knows where he comes from and where he's been, but he wants Satan to acknowledge it. Right. And, again, he says, walking to and fro on the earth, walking back and forth on it. Same thing he's doing today. Same thing he's doing today. Okay? Yeah. That's why the Bible says we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, entities in high places. Yes. You know? Yes. You can see it, you know, when you look out. Supernatural. Supernatural. And affecting humankind, why? Yes. Why would somebody, first of all, rob an old person? But why, after you rob him, do you hit him on the head and cause them to fall and, kill, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. why do you knowingly give people a drug that's going to enslave them, that's going to kill them, and you're going to make thirty dollars yeah. in your pocket? I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So he says, mm-hmm. then okay, he says then again, he says, have you consider my servant Job? There is, notice this, there is none like him on the earth blameless and up one of the things we're going to learn not today but maybe in another lesson is he's a picture of christ he's a picture of christ because Mm -hmm. he god even says he is blameless and upright who fears god and shuns evil i'm not saying he is but jesus says, search the scriptures for they testify of me and one of the ways they do is in characters or like like let's say joseph in the old testament or david but i think we're going to find out that job has interesting qualities and factors that that uh, kind of point towards jesus and yes. one of them he's up of course jesus was sinless and you know morally like yeah. perfect but he says okay but he still holds fast to his integrity although you incited me against him to destroy him with you have no reason to destroy him you know but unbeknownst to job he is being uh, he's being showcased this yeah. Is what's happening. yeah so you got the demonic you right. got the angelic and they're all looking at this guy yeah. down on the on the Coliseum floor, yes. so this on Earth, right. and Satan said, "Lord, that's what he says." this famous phrase, "Skin for skin," isn't that an interesting? Phrase? He says, "Give me, I want Adam now," and he says, "Yes, all that a man has, he will give for his own life." But stretch out your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord, see, he can't do it without permission. Do you understand that he yeah. can't? Yeah. Again, we're going to yeah. get into this in another cl- uh, session about suffering mm-hmm. and how suffering is actually self inflicted. Right. A guy smokes a pack of cigarettes today, every day, pretends there is a good chance to get lung cancer. Absolutely. Guy, you know, but there are other instances. Why does it happen to a yeah. really innocent, righteous But we're going to look at that too down the road. He says, Okay, okay, behold, he is in your hand, but spare his life. In other words, he keeps ratcheting. You can get at him, but I don't want you to kill him. That's the same thing that happened with Peter. Jesus says, "I pray yeah, for you. He's not right. going to get you." Okay, right. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot. He did it. You see this, David? He caused this physical, yes. uh, wounding, uh, disease. The Satan does that not. That doesn't mean all diseases come from Satan or are right. inflicted yeah. by Satan. But it would suggest here he's got access to the realms of nature to he some does. capacity. Yeah. You don't want to overextend it. Yeah. And that's why you see sometimes when Jesus is healing somebody, he's casting out a devil. Or he, the devil had access to this person in a certain way. You know? yeah. So we, we're just mindful of this. And the more we know of this, we, the more we can walk circumspectly in this world and not expose ourselves.
1: Did, so is Satan the only uh, angel that you think has that power? Oh or no! Do, do you think all of them have similar powers if God grants it to them?
0: You mean evil? Yeah, well, so I mean just
1: just all these things we've seen from Satan. You mean from, from the, his yeah. point of, from his capacity? Yeah. You know the, well, the ability to control nature. Uh, you know the ability to affect people physically.
0: Yeah. Mentally. You know I don't want to go too yeah. far a limb. I always click yeah. back to Deuteronomy twenty nine, twenty-nine. Secret things belong to the Lord and to him alone, but the things he has revealed, he's revealed to us and to our children. Yeah. In other words, we can teach them sure. to others. But it seems like the demonic realm is yeah. a hierarchical. Right. It's like a military unit. Mm-hmm. There's powers, there's principalities, there's that's why when, when Jesus cast the demon out of the boy that was throwing himself in water and then in a the fire, memory comes down on the yeah. mountain trends. And the apostles say, why couldn't we do this? We try to Mm cast. Jesus says, this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting, suggesting that this is a stronger than a normal. So to your point, it does seem like they have degrees of power. We got limited access to this kind of information. And I think people write books and everything. I think they go too far afield. What we know is it seems like they can affect this natural realm, but they can't do it uh, without god's permission mm-hmm. or his limits yeah or where people get in trouble is when they invite him in oh, that's what the yeah. bible calls don't give place to the devil yes they do this through uh being involved in the occult hallucinogenic drugs a root of bitterness uh there's all kinds of ways mm-hmm. they open doors uh, but as a believer we know how to close the doors yeah. fill our heart mm-hmm. with the holy spirit and then our mind do thoughts that glorify god we actually become we can go then, by God's grace, set the prisoners free. You know, we can go and help people that are in bondage to be escaped bondage. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay, he goes out. Now he touches his skin. And it's really bad because look at verse 8 through 10.
1: Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. Wow. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? And all this Job did not sin in what he said.
0: Now notice, <laughs> yeah. uh he is at the bottom. This is the bottom, right? I oh, mean he yeah. can't be he's in the dust. He's got a piece of broken pottery and he's scraping the boils yeah. off his skin. I mean he's you know, this you don't get hardly no, no lower physically no the loss. Yeah. Then his wife comes and says to him, do you still hold? She's saying the very thing mm-hmm. that Satan says, uh, I can make him say. It. Remember, he says, right. if you stretch out your, your hand, he will curse you. Uh, he says that in verse, uh, uh, verse 11. He says, your hand touched him, and he will surely curse you to his face. That's why, notice, the enemy is now using his wife to get at him. She's saying the very thing Satan says I can make him do. Do you see how he can use people? I mean, we don't understand this. But do you remember when Jesus told the apostles, uh, I must be delivered unto the uh, uh, Gentile hands. I'm going to be spat upon. I'm going to be crucified. And Peter says, no, Lord, don't do it. Remember what he says? Get thou behind me, Satan. Satan." For that moment, he somehow that inspiration, somehow that was there to s- yes. say that it was here. So um, when we talked about this, so yeah. Satan can put a thought in
1: your head, but then we, we have to act on that thought, right? I mean, he can't get us to act. He can try and control our brains so that we act, right?
0: A couple things there, David. Again, yeah. that's a bigger topic. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't want to digress, yeah, but it's here, still an here, here is the thing. Yeah. Again, believer, unbeliever. Right. There's a difference. Right. We are in, in, empowered by uh-huh. the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, we we are not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewal right. of our mind. Yeah. So his is is entry. There's a couple of verses that might suggest that. At a high, I don't want to get too like a frequency. Like I'm speaking words now that are vibrating and touching your eardrum. You hear? Them. Mm-hmm. Could there be a higher frequency that Satan or the Holy Spirit that could come? What we what we know almost for a certainty doesn't have access to your inner thought life. You know, he doesn't know what yeah. you're thinking in your heart and all. That. Mm. But maybe for an unbeliever, I don't know. You know, that's mm-hmm. that requires yeah. more time. But we know that. These thoughts, these suggestions come sometimes, and it doesn't seem to be inspired by the person or their own, but it could be demonically inspired, perhaps. Again, some of these will develop and tease out as we go along. Um, But he says something very interesting. She says, verse 9, curse God and die. What? I mean, that's like.
1: Are you kidding me? You might as well hang on to what you got. You got (laughs) your integrity and your belief in God.
0: He says, curse God and die. And he said to her, you speak as a foolish woman. Why? Because the Bible says the fool has said in his heart there's no God. One thing Job knows through all of this stuff. He doesn't know the why of it all, but he does know this. There is a God. Yes. And he's blessed me in the past. I know he's with me. I came into this world as a little baby naked. I'm going out naked. But God is in control. This guy really has keen insight. Yeah. Shall, shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Wow. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, really, if you look at life basically, David, mm-hmm. I mean, now in America, we're kind of unique. But around the world, to a large degree, the majority of our lives are good. Yeah. If you study, you know, it's interrupted mm-hmm. by a setback. Yes. A loss of a loved one, a mm-hmm. business goes up. Right. Some But by and large... We, 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 we live a good life. Yes. You get up, you yes. have food, uh-huh. you meet friends, yeah. you have children, you uh, travel, you right. experience life. And God is good. And this is a fallen world, mm-hmm. you know. But we tend to focus sometimes on just those negatives or those setbacks. But we have to understand, man, A, we're living in a fallen world. B, there's a, there's a spiritual world <laughs> that's impacting this world in some yeah. way governments are fallen you know we can't look to governments to solve problems. a little bit not much but uh god is in control yeah you know, he's in control he's going to do his will yeah now what we'll, we can do what we're going to see as we get further into it. we can draw near to god we can we can we can resist the devil This powerful directions we have but notice you've got the three main characters here you got satan yeah man and god who do you have in the garden of eden satan god and man. Yeah. And what does it say in James chapter 4? Submit yourself therefore to God. In other words, come under his authority, obey him, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Man, yourself, me, me. Draw come mm-hmm. under God. Yeah. Resist the devil. You gotta come under mm-hmm. God's control before you can resist mm-hmm. the devil, otherwise you're out there yeah. on your own strength. And then him. draw near to God. Yeah. There is it. You yeah. see this triumph, these three, yeah. Operational. Yeah. Way back here. And way back in even our own lives, we're going to really develop this, David, as we go on. Oh, yeah. We're only in chapter two. We're I not know. going to go verse by verse, but we're going to really <laughs> get into things about nature, about suffering, right? Uh, you know, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. Verse eleven, and we don't have many times. If you read verse eleven through thirteen, please. When Job's
1: three friends, um, El- Eliphaz and Tem- what is it? Uh, The the Tenemite? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bildad and Shuite and Zephar, the Nemethite, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him. They set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. Okay,
0: so now we again, if this is a stage play, these guys here are stage right. They see him. They heard of all of this adversity, but again, this suggests that this is a real story. This, yes, it names these guys. It names where they're from. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say long, long ago, far, far away. There was a yeah. big man. There was a. Um, they, they, they come together. They want to mourn with him and they want to comfort yeah. him. They should. We're going to see in a moment. They should have just stayed with the mourning with him. Don't offer him all this free advice. We're going to see that. Yeah. They raised their eyes from afar off. They wept when they saw his condition sprinkled dust. This is a very, uh, you do this when you're in anguish, when you're suffering and you're yeah. trying to identify with somebody that's going through suffering. Um, and they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights and no one spoke a word with him for they saw his grief this is very powerful um when yeah. when somebody's going through a trouble or a tragedy don't offer them advice necessarily don't you don't have to say nothing sometimes just your presence there can be extremely yes. powerful yes because you're going alongside them you're mm-hmm. sitting down beside them. now if they say to you what do you think or may, you might be able to say i i i went through something similar but but you're not saying, "Well, let me show you three verses about that," or "I'm going to tell you a story about this happening." No, they're not there yet. They just want to know you're there with mm-hmm. them, right? You know, they yeah. because at this time, sometimes people feel the absence of God. Yeah. When a man feels the absence of God, you be the presence of God, right, to their life. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. You just you just go, mm-hmm. and the Bible talks about this. It's in Second uh, Corinthians chapter one. Um, we'll just got a little bit more time. I just want to share, but. Um, when it talks about how we can help people that are going through difficulties, and it says Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1. Right. Um, maybe you're there, uh, yep. if you're there. If you could read chapter 1, verse um, 3 through 5.
1: Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from god for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of christ so also our comfort abounds through christ okay great
0: do you see that yeah he says he's called the god of all comfort that's a very interesting title yeah he comforts us in all our tribulation that we might be able to comfort those which are in trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by god one of the reasons we go through some of these trials is so we can help others. Yeah. Case in point: Charles Colson, mm-hmm. high exalted position in the White House, goes under during the yeah. Watergate investigation bit. He's in jail sweeping a floor. Yeah. It's in his testimony, yeah. and he uh, he he comes to Christ. He accepts Jesus Christ. He used that time of uh, discomfort or shame and imprisonment to start, what today is considered the largest prison ministry in the world, David, not just to prisoners, Mm -hmm. but the children of prisoners, you know, with the Christmas program and that. But he did that out of his affliction. You see what I'm saying? And that's why you'll see people formerly a drug addict. We like, okay, we know David Hill, Mm -hmm. you know, he he, he was going through a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But today he goes into different places and he shares with people that are in that bondage because he can comfort them with the comfort that God gave to him. This was one of the purposes of suffering.
1: You always taught me as a Christian uh, the best testimony we have is our own Mm -hmm. and uh, our walk with Christ. So I think it plays out here too, right?
0: Because you're you're, you're the world's expert on what happened to you, David. Yeah. Nobody else. Now, people might ridicule, deny Mm -hmm. it, whatever, but you know what happened to Mm -hmm. you. And if you say, here was where I was, Here's the situation when the 2008, the markets drop. I, I don't know what to do. Through that, I, there was a lifeline thrown to me. I, I accepted yeah. Christ. Now, s- somebody hears that. You might tell it to ten people, and three, nine walk away. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> one hears it and goes, oh, you know yeah, what? Right. I was going through that. That's I didn't right. know how to appropriate the yeah. gospel. Yep. But um, d- d- do you see this book? We're only finishing here, like chapter two. I know. We're not going to go verse by verse, but when we come into this treasure house, we're going to see how these guys are well-meaning, but they don't speak for God. They don't understand the big picture, and that's like life itself. We see a very limited vision of of, of what all's going on. That's why, really, an atheist. To be an atheist, a true atheist, and and this is what C.S. Lewis, I think he shared with a famous atheist in England, Mm -hmm. uh, Bertrand Russell. He says, to be a true atheist means you have to encompass the entire universe, all beyond the cosmos, beyond time and space, and you have to say equivocally that you know that there's no God. But if you could say that, you would be God. You understand? He said, at least say you're an an agnostic. You don't know if this is true or but. You cannot save us yeah, right. because we're not that smart. Right. We're just these little people. Right. You know, yeah. we're like in an aquarium or terrarium, right. and we think, oh, this is big, and that's... But there could be these creatures watching and looking at us that are so far beyond us that who are yes, we, you know? exactly. And that's what Job's going to do, David. So um, any closing thoughts on this, David, you want to share with the listeners? And I do appreciate everybody tuning in to WNZN Radio. Coming to you from Lorain, Ohio, and uh, it's always a pleasure. It's a blessing to be part of this all, David. Any closing thoughts? No, uh,
1: thank you, Jan. So we're going to continue this next week. I think there's a lot here.
0: It's a treasure chest. Yes, it is. I want to explore it. We may interrupt it with a a special guest or two, but nevertheless,
1: God bless you all. All right, have a great, have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Mm, God bless.